All right, going to start the show now. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 91. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. And I'm Hera. And Spirit. <laughs> Spirit's not very talkative. No. 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 And we're going to be talking about motorcycles. Oh, oh, is this, let me go get the cup. I get, I get, I can do my Bane voice, right? This is the funny part. No. Yes, it'd be great. Oh, everybody loves the Bane voice. I'll tell you what, you go get the cup and I'm going to go down to your garage with a large wrench and don't ask about what I'm doing. Did I tell you about the TSA agent I just hired to stand in my garage? (laughs) He's got nothing else to do. And he's got a picture of you, Todd. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I, I told him you're vaguely it. ethnic. I wondered why you had my picture on the wall. It's freaking me out. <laughs> it's everywhere in the house. So we're on, and we have Eric Gregian back with us. Hi, Eric. Only this time he's actually here in the studio. Here in person. With Spirit. With Spirit, who's uh, comfortably on the floor. That's right. <laughs> Until no one's looking, and then he's totally going to go find a couch or a bed to steal. Yeah, that's fine. Eric <laughs> <laughs> de- came all the way here to uh, talk, sit down and talk with us and drop something off. Yeah. In case those of you who weren't paying very close attention last week, Chuck was showing tremendous amounts of interest in how a Ural goes together. Well, it turns out that's because he bought one. Yee. He bought one you may have seen pictures of before. Oh? <laughs> Which one did I buy? Krusty. I bought Krusty? <laughs> Krusty the Clown. <laughs> Krusty's her name. Krusty is her name. I, I did see that. The Terra Explorer. Terra Explorer, but... Terra Explorer was going to be a series. Ah, okay. This was the number one of ah, Terra Explorer. Okay. And I gave her the name of Krusty. Krusty, yeah. The other one being Old Faithful. Mm-hmm. There's a second one out there. No, it's the GS. Oh, the GS okay. is Old Faithful. Okay, okay. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> Please, go get your cup. Chuck, <laughs> we're doing a show. Uh, and I'm busy baking bread, okay? See, I, <laughs> I'm cooking in my house. You people are here. I'm, I'm busy making raisin bread. I enjoy it. Uh huh. You two foodies are just looking at me. But uh, yeah, so I bought uh, Ara's rig. Uh, I got to give props to uh, David and Andrew for kind of sniffing that out early. Mm-hmm. Especially David. I, I don't know if David saw it on Soviet Steeds. Who's David? A listener. He, he posted on the Facebook asking if I bought a Ural. And because uh, I, you know, I. I I put one post on the Soviet Steve right, forum, right, and he might have seen that or heard someone seeing it. Oh, you could hear oh. the screams of a dozen people on that forum <laughs> when you were posted. Sold ah, so fast. I knew it would sell fast. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's probably the best equipped Euro around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, Todd. The best equipped Euro. Yeah. It um, has round wheels. Whoa. Like, like circular? It has shocks that work. Mine work, kind of. They go up and down, mostly down. It has a Ducati ignition. Mine has that, too. The Ducati? Yeah, the Ducati ignition. Yeah, the 2007 has the Ducati ignition and the Hertzog gears in it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. It's not the Ducati ignition. I, I was wrong. Oh. Ducati ignition is the original. You have the power arc in it, don't you? You got the power arc. Oh, damn! I have to go. I need to. Just ignore the noises from the garage. He's got orders to shoot. There's a spare Ducati ignition if you want it. <laughs> no. <laughs> what <laughs> power arc? <laughs> now the power arc ignites much 
more often. Yeah, you get two very fast sparks from right each sick thing instead of mine where it's like spark, spark, eh, sparks. Spark. This is spark, spark, spark. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's even got. Uh, He'll shoot the kill, Todd. Uh, the wheel bearings were changed on the first day. Mm-hmm. It has much better wheel mm-hmm. bearings. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also, Todd. I've installed a metal detector uh-huh. um, at the front door. You're going to have to walk through that on the <laughs> way know, out. You know, I was I was first in line today for one of Windmill's uh, air cleaners for the Ural, um, and now I'm going to tell him that I don't want it and you don't either. <laughs> Windmill's a guy who came up with a better air cleaner design for the Ural. You can put a pre-filter on it so it won't, you know. The pre-filter is not a bad idea. And and where does the pre-filter go? At the intake? Uh, his the is actually a T-shaped, like it. It's like a T-shaped tube thing. Yeah. The pre-filter's out here, and it's this whirly gig pre-filter thing. So it, if I understand it correctly, it spins around, and it basically spits crap out yeah. the bottom. Yeah. If, cool. if you're off-road, it's not a bad idea, because I've had to change my filter. And again, the best test is put your finger in the exhaust and uh, <laughs> you know, see what color it comes out. <laughs> it seems like it might burn you. No, 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 no. Just real quick. If it's black, that means your filter is dirty. Well, I'll have you know, my exhaust now, your your finger comes out black and orange. Also, um, I've decided to become an accountant. Then you should change it. What? Well, uh, I, Otherwise, you're going to, you know. Well, my idol has gotten lumpy, too, since I, I, I ordered it. You sure it's not the driver? No, no, no. The driver's lumpy, too. <laughs> I ordered I ordered a set of sports gear mufflers for it. The guy on Soviet Steeds had them, and he had the reducers and the clamps and all the bits and bobs, and just selling it for a smoking deal. So I was like, yoink! Hmm. So this this guy that's selling the um, air cleaner, mm-hmm. your your number's up. Yep. So can I have it? I actually already well, sent him an want? email. Oh. <laughs> How much is he selling that for? One hundred seventy. Whoa! Yeah. Why would you want it? Why not? Then I can say I at least did something to it. <laughs> What'd you do to it? I um, I knocked my other bike over with it in the garage. Is the original box comes out. It and comes out and goes away forever and is never spoken of again. And you never have replaced. to undo that one really long bolt, you know, on the side there. I don't have a long bolt on the side. You don't have a long it's bolt? It's two bolts on top. That comes up very... Like that, oh, because oh, okay. you got your fuel lines, remember that, and then you have another plate, the one that sits right on the air filter, that comes out, and then the air filter comes out, and you're done in 10 minutes. Uh, when, you, when you take the whole giant box out, you uh, you have to take out this one bolt that goes Why through the Why do you want to take the giant box out? Uh, I needed to clean it out, and I needed to get the new, better tube hooked up to it. The uh, breather tube that comes forward. You know, you can plug that breather tube and extend the original breather tube all the way to the back with a little can and filter. Hmm. So all the the crap, Mm -hmm. instead of going to your air filter, goes to the back. Hmm. But my theory is... It's not broken. Done. You stay. You got to stay with the maintenance. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it will last you a 
long. Ara made me take a lot of notes. I got a, a classroom lecture today. Okay. Oh, he's got three hours of notes. Good. It was, uh, wow, yeah. <laughs> and he's got enough parts on the bike to build another one. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but don't get any ideas. <laughs> Metal detector. <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the parts he has are the stock parts that have been replaced by better parts. Uh-huh. Still don't get any ideas. Yeah. Chuck will never know the difference. <laughs> He'll shoot to kill. I'm not kidding. <laughs> You're gonna to have to take a physical inventory when you come in my house mm-hmm. and then match that leaving the house. Exactly. Well now we'll now now we'll be able to ride two year olds around and I'll have somebody to spread the UDF to. <laughs> now it'll take two old guys on a BMW in Moab to get stuck <laughs> in one piece suits in ninety five degree weather while he talks to us. That'd be kind of, I think it'd be kinda of cool tooling around on two Urals. I mean that's yeah, gonna be I mean considering right. that, that represents about half of the Urals I know of in the state. <laughs> uh, two Urals is good. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. Well, I, I think I was actually proud. Do you have the gear up? Uh, patrol. Patrol. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just a gear up with different paint. I don't have the I don't have the I don't have the cool light. Uh, I have the cool light. You gotta have the cool light. I've, and I've got the oh the the lever for. Uh, do you have the levers? I do not have the fancy wheel. leathers on the on the tank. Yeah, two-wheel drive lever would be a nice addition to my modern yeah. style. He built like a toe and heel shifter for it. Yeah, I got an extension. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's not quite so. Yeah, you don't really have to move your foot right. sideways. Yeah, I've got the I've got the the well the well heel like lift the heel over clunk. No, 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 no. Well, for me, it's useful to get the that's, force. That's too much <laughs> yoga for me. <laughs> it would have been nice if you had washed the bike before you brought it over. I asked you. You know, some of that is load-bearing dirt. <laughs> I asked you. That was one of my first questions. You want the bike washed? You know, it came and waxed. Uh, I'll wash it, but it's got good DNA. That's I, the way I, I looked. looked. I didn't see a, a mint on the on the seat. You know, I, I was hoping for you know something. You're a four-star chef. You should have these sort of finishing touches to your a little parsley, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah, one of those, one of those things goes, where you cut up the carrot. That goes fancy. in the cooler. You know, there's room in the nose to put a real nice cooler, and, or you can just, uh, you know, I heard fill the trunk with ice and put beer in there. Do that too. I don't drink, so. Oh well. I, I heard you could stuff a one-piece suit full of beer and just put it in the tub. That's good, too. Our old buddy, uh, Bud Miller. <laughs> then you can bring it across the Utah line. Uh, how's your friend? He's sleepy. <laughs> Why is he going clank? He just sleepy. had his braces tight. <laughs> Very sleepy. This is not the droid you're looking for. <laughs> Move along. Going back to this morning, Ara comes up with the the truck pulling the Ural. Mm-hmm. Seriously, gives me like a really long lecture about the, about the bike. Mm-hmm. I, I've never had anyone give me any kind of talk about their bike as they were selling it to me. Well, I think he's hoping he'll take good care of it so someday he can buy it back from you. Clearly, he has not listened to the show. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's everything that I've said are things that, I mean, you can read a lot of stuff, but there's nothing like doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've done it myself, and it's nice to share that, to pass it on. Instead of you having to get on the website and trying to figure out, you know, about the filter and this and this and that. He gave me a dirty look when I said I'd never done valves before. 
it's so incredibly stupidly easy on the euro. Yeah, it barely yeah. counts as doing valves. Yeah, you'll compared to compared to digging. You know how, how often you talk to heads, which is what thirty five pounds. Mm, pretty much every time I do the valves. Right, you do them first. Do the heads first. Well, but you, you got to loosen them up first. You got to loosen them up. Don't torque them. Well, sure. Otherwise, you don't have the right torque. You could be torquing from seventy to infinity. Right. Yeah. Right. So loosen them up and mm-hmm. then retorque it. And yeah. Then do your valves. There are only two valves. The exhaust, which is the front, do it a little looser. What was it? Point one four. Uh, I don't remember. It's point five. No. Five in. Point one. The, point I'm, one I'm talking SME. metric. Me- oh, okay. I'm talking metric. I don't remember. Oh, it was point oh five. I only know metric. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> Todd's getting grilled. <laughs> no, no, because I, I I remember looking and it was like, well, you know, I mean, hold that, on, let, let me all, point this light at you, Todd. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's all and then I hit it with a hammer and I swing some vodka and it's been okay since. That's all there is. Change your oil, grease the dessert fittings. Uh, now, sure check you, your brakes. I haven't greased yes. fittings since I worked on my dad's pinto. It's not hard. They're out in the open. Yeah. Yeah. Except that one I was telling you. Remind me to give you that nozzle. That's that's important. Very important. <laughs> important. And we'll even look at it with a flashlight. I really want you to know where that is. Okay. See, yeah. he's going to make me write it down. Cool. And probably yeah. take a picture. Yeah. You don't have notebooks about all your bikes that you work Well, on. the thing is, otherwise, you know, in six months, you're going to call me and you're going to say, hey, the bike's broken. And I'm going to say, why is it broken? Because I'm going to know why it's broken. You're not going to say, why is it broken? You're going to say, <laughs> click. No, no. <laughs> I'm not that way. I'm going to be like, all right, go fix it. No, it doesn't work. I let Todd touch it. It's maintenance. You know, my GS didn't blow its engine until 280,000 miles, 281,000 miles. That was purely maintenance. And how much is on the... Uh the euro right now six thousand six thousand four hundred kilometers. Mm-hmm. It's not even broken in yet. No, no. But the last three hundred miles mm-hmm. is it's starting to start. We, to come we rode it today. Yeah, that thing was pulling. Yeah, and you're about what three hundred pounds? Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm making raisin bread. You can't have any. <laughs> no. uh, it, it was it was pulling very nicely. It always pulled well, but these last three, four hundred miles, it just, you know, like, it, like the, the, the GS, the GS opened up around eighty, ninety thousand miles. Mm-hmm. It braked really well too. It kept oh. us from slamming into the side of that, that, uh, that lady. Front that rainbow. lady went by. Oh, she's stop. on the phone. She was she's, in the center of the road. She's on the center of the road. <laughs> you know, he's turning blue <laughs> next to me. Are you saying something like, please it don't kill me? There might even be a brown spot on the seat. <laughs> Who knows? Well, it's not. there's no seat. Well, you have the cover there. Yeah, it's just a moving it's blanket. It's a good thing it was disposable. It's what we use for our sound insulation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so we went. We did a U-turn. By that time, she's in her driveway, still on the phone. Backing out. Backing out because she's not parked well because she was on the phone. <laughs> and Breaks really well. <laughs> it, it did. Stop. It did. The front tire just. Mm-hmm. And the grab bar right on the front of the tub. 
really handy. Yeah, it's, it's probably it's bent just... by now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the paint is gone. Well, skis will do that too, as will a snowblower. I mean, I heard from a friend. It's a big machine. Okay. It blows snow. Kind of looks like a super lazy uh, uh, shovels for you, basically. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I bought one and I took it home in the tub. The guy asked me if I was coming back with a truck. I was like, put it right in the sidecar. Looks like a big lawnmower. I got you. I understand that. <laughs> Snowblowers aren't a big, uh, useful thing when yeah. one is living on the road. He was showing me videos today of him tearing around in snow on the Ural. Oh, they're fun snow. Oh, yeah. They're- I don't know how those don't keep getting field there. Except, again, left-hand turn because you don't have a differential. <laughs> so you got to, you know, pick up speed a little bit because the right wheel is going to want to turn, needs yeah. to turn more, mm-hmm. but it's not going to. Yeah. Your yaw and your yaw goes backwards is the other thing. Your what? Your yaw effect is backwards. At least on mine, it's so normally your yaw, you accelerate and you pass your sidecar and then you decelerate and the sidecar passes you. It's referred to as the yaw. When the two wheel drives on, that goes bass backwards. So you accelerate and the sidecar passes you. That's called a what? It's called yaw. Yaw? W, or excuse me, W-A-W. Y-A-W. Y-A-W. Yep. Hi, and welcome to Euro Nerds. <laughs> You're listening to Todd and Era. I'm going to go stick a thumb in my nose. <laughs> Don't worry, Chuck. You'll know all about it soon enough. I can't wait. You'll have, you'll have wicked shoulder muscles like the rest of us. Well, <laughs> the GS you would, because there's no... Oh, there's, there's no linked... Oh. oh, yeah. And I like that. It's, you know, the upper body... <laughs> Workout. Come back to your bike. You're like, hello. <laughs> Excuse me. I can't put my arms down much lower than this. Yeah, I, I think I was pretty. I think I was browsing steeds right when you posted that ad because uh, it was pretty quick after you posted it. I was just like, how much do you want? <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> and then I got nothing but texts for the next hour. Hey, hey, Todd, Todd, Todd. Uh, he's look, looks at his window at work. I'm like, Murr. I didn't even post the picture. Ta, ta, ta. No, I didn't even post. <laughs> you didn't have to. You didn't have time. <laughs> there wasn't time for it to upload. I don't even remember where I was when I posted. Oh, I know where Wyoming, I was. Wyoming, somewhere. I was in Lovell, Wyoming, coming out of Bighorn Canyon, and my plan was stopped at the library to post a journal entry and. Then we were going to go up for a week to the mountain. So, of course, the plan totally got messed up because of you. <laughs> and, uh, Hopefully the check I gave you make it better. Uh, well, it's, it's not mine. So so uh, now, now that Chuck's actually spent money on a bike, uh, listeners are still eager to get him to spend money on Buell's. This one's not a Buell, but... Uh, Bugs says it's almost as good. So this is a 1977 Yahaha <laughs> RD400D two-stroke cafe bike in Danbury. So they go on. It's very, very clean, all stock, unmolested, 77 RD400 for sale, blah, 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 boring stuff, original chappy red paint. It's in exceptional condition. It does look like it's in really good shape. It does. Probably goes fast. Oil pump works perfect. Spectral 11 since day one. I'm assuming that's a good kind of oil. Wow. Brick calipers need rebuild. They work but are dragging. Hmm. That's not really work. Um, <laughs> new small parts. Yeah, boring, boring manual toolkit. The bike has never been dropped and is in emasculate shape. How much? Uh, they want 
2850, but it sounds em- like it's... Emasculated shape? It sounds like it's a little emasculating. Um, yeah. Never been dropped, but it's an emasculate shape. I love it when it says never been dropped. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> That's a lie. In 37 years? That's this a has lie. never... No, are you kidding me? This thing has never been past about 45 degrees in... in <laughs> <laughs> in 40 years. <laughs> it could happen, you know? It's a nice-looking bike. It is a nice-looking bike, but it's too a mas- stroke. It's emasculating. Mm-hmm. It's two-stroke. <laughs> that's, what, that's what emasculates you. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's not concourse quality, but she is a prime example for being 37 years old. Hey. You know? Just drop my ass. It's a load of crap ever. Uh, it's... What's the next one? I don't know what else do we have here. We've got uh, custom-built, award-winning Harley Davidson. Wow, he wrote an. Why? Why are they writing essays about their bikes? Wow. This. Uh, yeah, this is. This is. This yeah, I didn't write one of the entries. No, you didn't. I just. You didn't even post pictures. I didn't even post a picture. Wait. But I did write. If you want to see pic, if there's any interest, I didn't have time. That's not technically true. You did write an essay about your bike. It was in ADV Moto Magazine. Well, yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I went back to go read when you said it had all these mods. The one they didn't want to pay me. Yeah, that's. I went back and and my my little thing was yeah, but his essay he got paid for. No, I didn't get. uh, They didn't want to pay me because there was a URL in it, and that's (laughs) merchandise. What? 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 It's a, and every, but the article's the, about the bike. Every article has merchandise in it. Every, really. I am not. No, I, their, their profit novel makes perfect sense now. Oh, well, your article's about a motorcycle. That's <laughs> merchandise. Oh! <laughs> but how do, you, how do you write an article about your bike if you don't talk about the bike? You refer to it as that thing. I have a bike. No, no. It's, <laughs> I have a bike. You know, that one. There. No, there was there was enough pictures. I, I had a journal entry one day. You know, the bike arrived in the crate and mm-hmm. yes, yeah, and mm-hmm. they put it together. And it took three days to you know change the bearings, the seat, uh, uh, line it up. Uh, it's perfectly lined up, by the mm-hmm. way. You know, one degree mm-hmm. the bike, three eighths of an inch toe mm-hmm. in. You know about that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you have the long? I don't have one of my own. Vernon Ber- went over it in great detail in the class, though. And I oh, you took his class? Yeah, oh. back when it existed. Do you know what you could Bumble. use instead of straight bars? What's that? Go find some used, non-working, eight-foot neon lights. Oh, yes. I thought about, I think I saw somebody mention that. How about that? Cool. I never found them. Of course, don't carry them on the URL. Oh. Uh, that could be a problem because I don't have a lot of other options take a cab it's that or the straw (laughs) take a cab (laughs) wait here this guy this guy writes this long long thing I like how he puts quotes around all that's a book he named it Gun Baby the Gun Baby Gun Baby it's called the Gun Baby it's pretty it's pretty it's a one seater Mm -hmm. oh wow look at the gas tank Where's the gas tank? tank? Four-fifth picture down. Oh, it's all smooth and swoopy. It's got uh, some kind of, is that, it might be just my screen, but it looks like it's got some sort of design on it. No, 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 I think it's your screen. Oh, okay. No. I think that's just the... You want my glasses? You don't see that on, on there? No, there's no design. No, that's just a... Is that just that swirly stuff is that, just... I think that's just the paint. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a bad paint job then. Yeah. Give me back my drink. Away from <laughs> That's We're a weird. Apart. That's the a weird. of the Wheeler show is probably never. <laughs> That's a weird paint job. It's like it's crackled. Yeah, I think it's. But I think anyhow, it's he wants too much money. Yeah, twenty. Well, you know, twenty grand for a bike which looks like it's really comfy. You don't even know what year it is. Uh, it's custom. It took second place at the 2010 AMD World Championships. World Championship. Yeah. Now, what's AMD means? Uh, uh, huh? uh, 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 it's it's the Albuquerque, Mexico, dude. Albuquerque Motorcycle I've Division. I like getting to 30 miles per hour in a snap more than I've liked reading at 150 miles an hour. Wow. He's really selling the hell out of this. He's got a, a rear suspension that's a progressive monoshock. That's pretty standard mod. Carried by a custom swing arm, which has been beefed up to handle the extra torque. The extra torque? It's an 883. I mean, it's not untorquey, but... It's got Buell components. The gun baby. Ah, uh, gun baby. It's one of his most enjoyable bikes. So, so enjoyable, he's selling it. That's right. Well, it looks... <laughs> I mean, in... in in his defense for a custom model bike, it looks rideable. It's, this yeah. is funny. It's incredibly difficult to ride without a big smile. You catch a lot of bugs that way. Or you could you know, wear a helmet. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> helmet? You don't wear a helmet. I mean, Not on the gun baby. It, no. it looks, they don't make helmets for the gun baby. No, they don't. <laughs> There's no place for a girl to sit. <laughs> what? What? Why does that bother you? You could put a laptop behind you, though. In a backpack. <laughs> you guys! Hey guys! <laughs> I invite you into my house. Let's check the bread machine. I buy you pizza. <laughs> you might have to push a button. Eric's been giving Chuck a hard time at his bread machine <laughs> since I arrived, and probably since before that. Yeah. Way just, before that. I, now, in I, fairness, Chuck's bread machine is immense, and it appears you need an engineering degree to operate it based on the number of buttons on it. It's 20 years old. Well, he's an IT guy. Oh, that's true, yeah. No. Possibly bread older. Bread machine, IT. That, that was, that was my folks. Three months of training on that, bread machines. That, this bread machine is actually programmed by punching holes in a card, isn't it? I, I hate you so much. I just, <laughs> I just, I'm just, so what's the next bike? The next. Exciting? Oh, I think it's bobber time. Because the thing to do nowadays is naturally you buy an old bike and you rip it to pieces and you give it a stupid paint job and you sell it as a bobber. What the? For a lot of money. That one looks terrible. <laughs> 72 Yamaha XS650. I'm sorry. 82 motor. I'm very sorry. 82 motor, air ride seat, TC Bros hardtail, sportser tank. The rear. They're, uh, the, no, you've got to take the fender off. Because keep in mind, the thing they're trying to imitate is the style of you know the, the bobber bikes in the day. The only day. The only way to make an old crap can triumph go oh, fast. He doesn't respond to emails. We can only call him. Hmm. Um, That's suspicious. I will not repond. I will not. So these are people that are really sending you those. Well, <laughs> I don't think it's the people selling them that are sending. Yeah, these the, our listeners send us. Our those. listeners ah, find them on their local. Ah, nice. That that's a good hobby. I might do that sometime. There, you know, the nice thing about it is it's kind of endless material for us. Oh, yeah. Mm. We're not uh, we're not hurting at all for material no. with the people out there. Mm-hmm. So those are some nice bikes. Mm-hmm. You, there. You, you're you're looking for a bike, right? You, no, I'm not. That cafe bobber, I think, would suit yeah. you really well. You can put spirit on the um, handlebars. No, I'd have to get a sidecar <laughs> or a trailer. 
No, no. <laughs> I think if you put a sidecar on a bobber like that, it would actually just have to be a frame. Just a frame. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know. And strap him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a solid notion. Yeah. Maybe get one of those bungee nets. That would be solid. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Minimalist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we have another guy who sent us a link to this site called uh, Hipster Bike Videos. Dot Wow. Um, and it's a whole, it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a Tumblr. Yeah. It's, if you want to make fun of hipsters and cafe kind of style or whatever, oh. that's, that's all he'll, he'll, he talks about. Well, you know, cafe racers are making a true comeback. Oh, big way. Mm-hmm. A lot of, I'm seeing a lot of older BMWs with mm-hmm. the guys I've making, you know, one of a kind, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> Parts, uh, really, really, some beautiful stuff. There's some nice ones out there. Nortons. There's some less nice ones. Old, yeah. Older triumphs. The cafe racers are kind of taking over for the choppers in the, in the fashion market. Yeah. Well, I think the bobbers are definitely a reflection of that. That's yeah. Because a bob, well, a bobber's You buy a crap can bike, and bobber refers to bobbing off parts of it to you know, yeah. save some. Bobber's weight. not nice. <laughs> I, lo- I love the coffee race I mean I'm too old to ride one now but yeah, I had the Thruxton that was fun for a while but you know mm-hmm. you know I, I, Ducatis I wrote Ducatis you know mm-hmm. 998 900 SS so I got neuralgia in my neck my nerve gave up oh hey. wow that's when I ride upright that's when I switch back to the GS oh yes was that from a crash or just no? Just the nerves rubbing, rubbing, mm-hmm. and the the coating, the layer that protects is. How long have you been riding bikes? Fifty-five years. Fifty-five years. Yeah. And sidecar for just eight years. What's your favorite bike? Ducati nine nine eight. That was a jewel. Not not long distance, definitely not. <laughs> and need to stop again. <laughs> one, one of the most uncomfortable bikes, but most pleasurable. Just like a Swiss clock. Penske shocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, ooh, just I could sit here and just look at it for hours. <laughs> it's parked on the side of the road people go by and they're like slow down oh, that's <laughs> the cop just pulls up behind you <laughs> parks <laughs> they came out with a 999 which was you know it's like 10 more really ugly <laughs> <laughs> those, those 10 make it ugly no it was just it's an ugly 10 998 is, was one of the most beautiful bikes nice all right so what are your plans after you leave here? Go back, get back on the Beamer, get that uh, old Get the Beamer. Uh, go sit at Valley of the Gods, Molly Point, recaptured mm-hmm. pocket. Uh, you know, till the snow comes down. I can last a while. Mm-hmm. And then go back to Texas. That says uh, he's got a home base there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice home base. He says we can come. Well, I didn't oh, okay. say both of you, just one. <laughs> well, he said it to me, so he obviously right. meant me. That's fine. You'll cook you could. Too. I have internet down there. You go camping to have internet. You could do. We could do a show. show. No, I was, show. Ooh, uh, I was show. thinking about the show. Ooh. You know, 
And he'll cook? Yeah, you, okay. have to, you have to cook there. You can't call for a pizza. There's nothing wrong with calling for pizza. a pizza. Pizza is 65 miles away. It was your idea. So you're saying the delivery charge is more than the pie. Uh, if. <laughs> Why do I'd like a pizza. When will it arrive? Uh, what's today? Monday. <laughs> what's your address? Go east. <laughs> yeah. uh, next to the cactus. I had, uh, you go in about a mile and a half off the main road and uh, chrome bumper on the left. The left there. <laughs> left at the chrome bumper. <laughs> and then you go and you'll see a green shipping container. And last season when I got back, the chrome bumper was gone. Somebody, oh, there's your road marker, man. Somebody stole the chrome bumper. Stealing in Texas? Yeah. Unheard of. So some <laughs> friends that had uh, a rear of a red Saturn said, don't worry, we're going to replace that. And they came in. and So now I have a red Saturn. You live on Red Saturn Road now. Red Saturn Road. So are you preparing for like the zombie apocalypse? Is that what that is? You know, I've thought about it. I've thought about it because I do have a shipping container there that's 40 foot long. Hmm. Um, it's mainly for storage. It's tilted a little, little bit with a 40 foot gutter. Well, so that's my water catchment for a 300 gallon water tank hmm. with an electric pump on demand. Gun slots and water. And, uh, you know, a 40 foot shipping container is huge. Yeah. I always have to really kind of look in there if no one is hiding <laughs> it's like a long cavern mm. zombies mm. bowling alley yeah. we could do bowling in the desert I've had, a part, I've had apartments way smaller than that oh I bet the thing you can't live in it because it's sprayed with chemicals sure every time it goes on a ship back and forth from China but I've thought about it i thought about you know Storing maybe six months, one year worth of food. Mm -hmm. Nothing that I would normally eat every day but food. And when you're hungry, food is food. Mm -hmm. Like they have, you know, number 10 cans of cheese, number 10 cans of... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cheese. (laughs) Liquid cheese, you know, liquid eggs. Mm -hmm. But, hey, guess what? Oh, yeah. We, hunger is the best spice. Flour. We know some stores around here in Utah that could that could oh, stock you up. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. And like a barrel of cheese. Actually, they which do. size barrel? They have manufacture here. Yeah. I am not uh, surprised. Some rice. Uh, I don't know. Sugar. You're even picking on the way I cook rice. I'm Japanese. This is how we cook rice in a rice I'm cooker. I'm Armenian. We make rice pilaf. We just eat, make white rice in a rice cooker. We push a button. Well, he's baffled by the idea of rice with flavor. You take it camping with you? No, I can cook in a pot. But I'm ah. in my house. Okay. Well, well technically, now, now that you I have don't a have euro, a house. Oh, wait. I could take the rice cooker with me with the euro. Yeah. He's going to horribly misuse this device that you have sold him. Yeah. I could take the bread maker with me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hello. Do you, you sell twelve volt bread makers? You don't. You don't have enough power. You know, it's running. You do. You need a bigger solar power generator. No, well, it just, it just or, means he has to make it while he's driving. Pedal, pedal. 
Well, you were telling me to get a, a, a starter anyways and store that in the in the URL. Starter? No, I never told you that. What was it? The spare battery start? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A, a car starting oh, battery. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I carry one. Yeah. And I carry a full compressor. Not one of those. And a bicycle pump. Yeah. Well, the stock pump is usually generally most useful for hitting things over the head with, not so much for <laughs> filling things with air. You know. Right. I can bring the bread maker. Yeah. I mean, if you're if if you're riding in the Euro, you wouldn't do it when you're stopped. When you're driving, well, actually, all those lights in the front of the room. Well, if I don't have the lights on, I have like one crappy if light on the front. If you had a twelve volt bread maker, it might work. Yeah. I think you got seven hundred watt. Yeah. Seven hundred fifty amps. Something like that. Seven hundred fifty watts, rather. Yeah. Yeah. I have ideas. Or what you could do, even better, check the amperage. You can buy yourself one of those little Honda 1000, <laughs> put it in the sidecar, and generate electricity while you're riding. And the bread maker could go in the nose. And the rice cooker can go in the trunk. That would also take care of your ballast problems. It would. Exactly. Mental. Although the problem with, with things that are ballast. balance mm-hmm. mentally and mm-hmm. physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. And then I wouldn't need uh, a girlfriend to ride in the sidecar. I totally have you one. You don't have a girlfriend. She's real. <laughs> People have seen her. She's real. You can email with her right now. <laughs> you've seen her, Todd, right? Well, right? I've seen pictures. You've, you've seen, you have pictures of her? Pictures in my wallet that I clearly did not buy at Walmart. Can can we see a picture? Not right now. Why not? Because i got to find that frame I bought <laughs> at Walmart. It's totally her. She mm-hmm. she models. Yeah. This has, this has potential. This has legs. Yeah. Makers of 12-volt bread makers and rice cookers, contact the wheel nerds. <laughs> yeah. Well, they make well, all kinds of 12-volt. Honda 1000. Yeah. I they, have a Honda 2000. They make all kinds of 12-volt appliances for truckers. Yeah. So, right. yeah, so the coolers, uh, hi, Spirit. Spirit is, trying Spirit to get, is annoyed by all of our noise. Trying yes. to get comfortable. He's giving us the look, the dog <laughs> eye of, he's turning of your, disgust. He's turning your back on you. Oh, Sorry. he's yeah. such a sweetheart. Oh, I have so much fun with him today. <coughs> oh, yeah, I bet. He's, he's a good dog. He is yeah. such a good dog. Oh, my God. Oh, this is good. This has got legs. I can have like a yep. whole mobile no, automatic kitchen. Well, we got we got listener mail here. Hiram wrote to us, hey, guys, I took the MSF course about a year ago and I've been riding a 2009 Kawasaki 250 since then. I love it. It is a great bike. It is a little whiny on the freeway at 70. A little. But it's a great bike. <laughs> This it is, is a same, great bike. This is the same bike I almost fell off my bike when you started accelerating next to me. Shut up. Because it was so high-pitched. Shut up. Um, my question is, how does someone know if they need to upgrade or what to upgrade to? I'm not even sure I want to upgrade. I don't know if I would like another bike. Most dealerships and used sellers ask you to buy it before you can ride it. Besides read reviews, videos, blogs, and sitting on showroom bikes, is there any other way to test ride a variety of bikes out there? I know you've test ridden a few BMW bikes on the show. How to check this out on the Thruxton or the Versus? I went and found a movie from the 80s called Vision Quest, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I watched that back-to-back three or four times, mm-hmm, yeah. and then I had a real Vision Quest, Yeah, and then I knew. It turns out Chuck's spirit animal is actually a snail. Oh, hurtful. Well, if anyone's written with you, that wouldn't surprise them. Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Yeah, it, it's a good question. I mean, because a lot of dealerships won't let you test drive. You know, you go to uh, the sure, Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha. No. Not the import no. dealers. No, the import dealers, especially like the Japanese big four you go to, and you're like, I'd like to test drive. And they go, Ergogadio. Bet you would. <laughs> BMW lets you. Yeah. The higher end dealers like BMW. Harley. Harley will. Harley Harley can't wait to get you on a bike. They're like, you come in the door, and there's a guy there who's basically grabs you and tows you over. He's like, come over here. Throws Ride crazy. one of these. <laughs> to go to Harley. You know, they used to make a great sidecar. A gorgeous sidecar. Oh, and... Uh, it does look a little more like a boat than I think. It, it doesn't matter. It, I've been in one. Yeah. You know, Claude's still actually making the, on a boat. Yeah. With a road king, with leather bags. Mm-hmm. I'd go for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, I would. It's... it's uh, with spring suspension, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was the only sidecar where the sidecar wheel was on axis with the rear wheel of the bike. No, all, all the other ones are forward. This so it has no lead. No, there's no lead. How's it handle though? Then with that, I don't know. I was I was better. a passenger in one. That oh, was okay. it. And, mm. Yeah, because usually the no lead is. That that definitely makes your handling heavier. I mean, if you ride a tourist versus a one of the two wheel drive urals, it's pretty noticeable difference. Why the tourist has no lead? No, the tourist has a bigger lead. Really? The gear up, the, the two wheel drives only have like three four inches of lead. Right, right. Yeah, right. and then the tourist and stuff have like 15, eight, 15 something like that. I got more. fifteen on the GS. Yeah. So, but I also have hydraulic on the chair. Oh god! You have the switch where it goes. Oh yeah. Oh. When I hacked the strand, that's when that was that was broken. That broke for a while. Oh, I never said. Oh wait, let's talk about that real quick. And the manufacturer got in touch. The manufacturer of the sidecar. I want to give any names. I got in touch with the manufacturer of the hydraulic thingy, which actually is a continuous screw. Uh There's really nothing hydraulic about it. I call it hydraulic because it sounds good. <laughs> and the word came back to me that they don't make it anymore. It's discontinued. And I went, ooh, that's not good. So I have a habit of always calling the manufacturer mm-hmm. because generally those engineers are, you know, six days a week, you know, 10 by 10, dark room, working mm-hmm. on their stuff. Yeah. And they're excited when someone from the outside calls and tells them. <laughs> what year is it? You've been using you've been using an X thirty five all the time. So he had two. It was discontinued, but they had two left. <laughs> you like send them both now. <laughs> he did for free. Wow, that's no reason cool. to call the manufacturer. Sure. So I have. The new one, and then I have a stair, cool, which I will carry with mm-hmm. me. There's not much that could go wrong, but obviously, one time the the gears are plastic, the bottom uh, gears, and if they would have been metal, uh, it would have been better. And I got to take it apart and grease it once in a while. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Let's talk about this. Todd's ultimate idea is to hack his V strom. Well, that, that's the that's the. I mean, the ultimate idea is still the Rocket 3 with a wide, low sidecar. Um, but hacking the V-Strom is, I think, the next step. What would you want to do? Um, basically, so I could go over 65. 
and use the seed I have in my beast drum, which you'll have to look at when we leave. But that seed is worth packing any number of things for. Oh, you got the rust all day long. (laughs) (laughs) I see you've encountered people who have these before. (laughs) Yeah, it's the most comfortable... It's amazing. An ugliest seat ever made. Doesn't matter. It's under my butt. I can't see it. Exactly. I do not have eyes in my butt. I I thought it was ugly for half a century, and then one day I sat on it. And I'm like, wow, who cares? Doesn't matter. Even if it was pink, I would still have one. But I don't have one. I have a different brand. Mm-hmm. It's still custom Rick Meyer. Why, why are you kind of reticent about hacking the, the strum? If the Russell Day out of the equation. Well, you know, everything is a compromise. Mm-hmm. To, today, I haven't been on two wheels in eight years. Okay? I was very serious about two wheels. Took a lot of classes. Rode very seriously. Until today, when two wheel passes me, um, you know, I lose a heartbeat. It's like, whoa. You know, two wheels is exciting. Mm-hmm. So, um, you hack it, you're going to lose that. you got to think about that. And you're not going to take it apart every other day. No. Because when I put the URL on the GS, no, my thought it. was originally, I made sure all the electrical connections were this connection. I'm going to take it apart every other week. You know, I, I don't have any illusions about that. That thing's going to go together. It's going to get adjusted right. I'm going to modify the steering, maybe put a car tie on the back. You're going to put a, a hydraulic on the car. On the car. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Are you going to invert the forks? Uh, probably what I'll do is I'll actually either get a neural spork or they have a, a step thing you can get on the forks on them. On the yeah. Strong. As long as it doesn't lower the bike. I tried that on this the GS. This one doesn't actually lower the bike. It's not like the GS where you do the tilty neural doohickey. Ah, that's so cheesy. Yeah. What yeah. is this now? It's a, it's a set of basically like feet that go on the legs um, that basically just step your axle forward so your trail goes down to like two, three inches. Really? They're pretty clever, actually. I've seen a few people with them, and they say the world of them. It seems like you'd need a fork who, brace with them. Who makes it? Um, I think it's the side effects guys up in BC. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, well, maybe this is something new. They did uh, or the thingy uh-huh. for the GS. I know, that was a disaster. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, nothing wrong, you know, be strong with a sidecar and you just... Won't have two wheels anymore. Well, you know, I figured I'd get put the sidecar in the V-Strom because I own a lock, stock, and barrel. Um, And then I'd get another cheap two-wheeler that I use when I want to run around two wheels. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Because, I mean, I can make Why does it bother you that you can't go 65? Uh, Which you could with a URL. Well, okay, I can go 72. But it's not designed. No, it's terrible at 72. (laughs) Even with earplugs? Even with earplugs. I'm not talking about the sound. Chuck and I were on I-70 going down a big hill. So Chuck and I are on I-70 going down a big hill, and I'm hitting 72. I'm like, this is the best I've ever been. And then the Ural starts to do the kind of float thing with the suspension. <laughs> that was. I, I mean, I've suddenly. hit 70, 72, 75. <clears throat> It's just not designed for you. That's terrible at that speed. When you get on the forum and you read about those guys, you know, my URL broke. You know, I was doing 75 all day. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. That, that's, mm-hmm. you know, and 
even even when you're off road, ride for forty five minutes, an hour. Let the bike cool off. Mm-hmm. Just let the bike cool off. You know. Just stop about every hour. Take a break. Is well, at least that, that's being why, how you take pictures you wanna, if you don't. Why do you want to ride more than an hour at a time, anyhow? I've never understood that. My my thing is mostly that the right type of riding I do, Ural turns out to be not really the best for. It's why? fantastic, is it? Because frankly, I usually want to go somewhere with a lot of crap, and I need to get there fast for my job. Well, then the URL is not for you. Exactly. It's as simple as that. Yeah, and that's pretty much where it's at. I love the sidecar part, and I love having the sidecar as a car replacement. I absolutely love the hell out of that. Yeah. Every time I have to get in my wife's car, I'm like, Ugh. yeah. But you know, it's a- everything just not quite is. Right. You know, I lived on a sailboat for a long time, mm. and I had a coastal sailboat. I couldn't cross the ocean for it. It was not designed for it. Yeah. It was it was not designed for you know, going up and down the rivers. Every vehicle has you know you're not gonna take a Prius on the White Rim Trail around Moab. Well that depends, is it a rental? <laughs> <laughs> or is, is it somebody else's and do you like them very much? Yeah. Did we cover the part where it's a rental? <laughs> so yeah so what, what, what do you use the URL for at the moment I use it as a car replacement around the city and it's phenomenal yeah. for that but you know it's you think so yeah absolutely you like sitting at red lights for two minutes with a URL mm, yeah it doesn't bother me particularly I don't enjoy it especially but I don't enjoy yeah. the red light on anything well, I just don't think it's designed for that. No, it's probably do you, not. Do you get hot or something at the red light? It, it'll heat up some. Well, it'll heat like up. It. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's an air-cooled bike. Yeah. yeah, It's an air-cooled bike. Don't ever, ever, ever forget that. <laughs> I rode a Buell. I know. That's Buell is air-cooled? Yeah. I didn't know that. And not very well either. <laughs> <laughs> no, Buells have like a fan. <laughs> because I used to call it a cappuccino maker. Yeah, they did. I had a friend thing. that had a Buell. Every time we parked, that thing would go on to hell. Well, that's because that's because it's air cooled, so it needs to blow. Ah, it needs yeah. to blow air when it's turned off to cool it. No, no, don't, don't ever forget it's air cooled. I mean, uh, maybe that's why I've I've never had problems with it. I. Maybe I should install some fans on. <laughs> no, it's, just, it's 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 a case of you don't want to run it at super high speed for a long time because it doesn't have an efficient way to cool itself at that speed. Right. You don't want to let it sit in idle for a long time right. because if air isn't moving over, it's not very it's efficient. It's not cooling, right. yeah. You know, and it's you know, frankly, and you generally want to run it ever so slightly rich because that'll help the air cooled engine cool more efficiently. Yeah. yeah. If you notice when we were coming back, it popped a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it pops, it pops. It does that. Um, um, <laughs> um, um, you know, I was concerned in the beginning. I did some research. Um, <laughs> the exhausts are tight, real tight. Don't tighten them up anymore, by the way. The clamps, you'll break them, even though you've got a spare clamp. <laughs> More than one. And uh, you'll have spare pontoons soon. Although you've got an FMF two oh, into yeah. one on it, yeah, that's the only. I'm jealous way. of the two into one. Uh, that's the only way to go. Uh, I, I, 
Yeah, what did you get now? Hard sports term mufflers. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, you know, the thing about them is, though, is they're great. They're teeny. Did they pay you to <laughs> No, I'm I'm totally hardcore, and also I've taken up chartered accountancy. Do they have like uh, little emblems on them? Uh, they they must actually. What? They have some writing on them that says yeah, Harley or- Davidson products. They're orange, it. right? No, <laughs> so do they have flames? They match. They match your shirt. <laughs> yes, he's picking on somebody else. <laughs> this, this will not last, especially when I get into your garage with a wrench. <laughs> Shoot to no, kill. But seriously, you you got the what's your other bike? The uh, Versus. The Versus. Mm-hmm. I forgot. That's a six fifty. Mm-hmm. You got the Versus for mm-hmm. for fun. Yeah, for, for fun. I mean, the URL is fine for town, but. Pick your time, you know. Mm-hmm. What's traffic in Salt Lake City? You're saying I don't want to get stuck in a traffic jam. <laughs> no, I have, I have, because I have to go to cities sometimes. It's mm-hmm. so like now, and there are some cities where the the red light lasts about six minutes. Oof. So do you turn the bike off? I shut it off. You can. I shut it off. I I can't. I'm one with the bike. I'm always one with a bike. Although you're you're also a little further south where it's hot all the time. It doesn't so. matter. It doesn't matter. Five degrees, ten degrees hotter. I don't do heat normally. Oh, I, I'm talking about when it's, you know, oh, you should when it's 15 degrees, end of sentence, I leave the damn bike running so I can run the heated gear. Oh, if, it, if, it, if it's 15 <laughs> outside. Yeah, right? And there's snow piling up on the cylinders and hissing oh. and boiling. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, no, leave it on. You should have seen him when he got in my car. He was he just grabbed the air conditioning and just... <laughs> no, we don't do heat. Icicle star for me. <laughs> That's why we live on the road. I was telling him last July we camped Lake Jacob in Wyoming. I found snow. I mean, snow in the middle of July. And he dived into it. There went the Hilberg right there and mm-hmm. lay down on the snow. <laughs> oh, it was great. Ah, we like cold. We like cold. But, yeah, I, I think it's really important to, to use the bike for what it is designed for. And that's pretty much why I stopped trying to do long highway trips on it. Now it's my city so, vehicle. No, you're not going to do highway nah. trips Sucks on, on the Ural. You... you you can go around the country, there's no problem, but get a good benchmark map, and that will show you exactly all the little roads to take. So what, how many miles would you say tops to do on a URL in a day? I don't know. I'd put it somewhere at 2, 250 at most. No, that's a little more than that. Yeah, I suppose with the windshield, actually, you could do a little more than that. I was riding the windshield. Well, and it it's got my the ass. cruise control, which is easy on your wrist. I yeah. got a nice, you know, custom seat on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. The windshield. The windshield. Yeah. Uh, earplugs. Earplugs. Earplugs are huge. Yeah. 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 Well, plus, because, you know, the Euro. Euros. Euros. Right? E-A-R-O-S. Yep. Yep. Purple ones? No, blue ones. Uh, I like the purple ones. You're the wrong color. <laughs> the blue ones are 32 decibels yeah what I are the purple ones um, I want to say 30 yeah not good 
<laughs> this purple doesn't look good. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's inside my helmet. <laughs> this is a lot like the seat. Do you wear a full face? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. We're, we're the full face. We, we like to wear onesie yeah. suits yeah. and everything. I, boobs. Yeah. yeah. I won't even wear the flip up. You know, I've, I, I've seen a lot of accidents, and people will argue about that with me, and that's fine. But I've seen crashes with flip-ups, and I don't care what brand they are. Mm-hmm. Our and buddy Jim had exactly that happen. He crashed his V-Strom 1000 back in the day, and mm-hmm. his flip-up helmet just flipped up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to give any names, but... They're they're around, and even the latest one, which is advertised heavily. No, thank you very much. For me, it would be really nice. I want a HTC Syntax three last year, mm-hmm. and it was a beautiful, very comfortable flip up mm-hmm. with a sun visor coming down. Mm-hmm. And I sold it, but before I sold it, I tried it on once. And I grabbed my camera, and I thought, wow, this would be so nice. I can stop, flip it up, take a photo. Mm-hmm. Right now, I have to, you know, take my gloves off, glasses come off, helmet comes off, one earplug comes off, because I like to hear a little bit what's going around. Put the glasses back on, get the camera <laughs> on. You know, yeah. Of course, I got time. Yeah, nothing else better to do. But you're writing a euro. You got like cool. So I sold it. I I said I can't do that. I just can't do that. Yeah, I looked at a whole bunch of modulars to replace my current helmet. Every time I look at them, I was like, this seems nice. I can't. You know, let's put it this way. It has buttons. The flip up has buttons. Who says when you fall? That button is exactly. Mm-hmm. Who says? Mm-hmm. The old, the older, ver- the oldest. Maybe it's of the one in a million. Had a button right in the middle, right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we get pushed and it crashed. That was a complaint with it. It's like really, <laughs> <laughs> no one thought of this. <laughs> oh, wait. So yeah, if you want, you know, if you want to run faster, uh, if you like the sidecar, the V-Strom, you know, they're they're doing it. I think it could be a solid rig. Yeah. It's got the right kind of engine for it. I love the way it feels. What is it, a 1,000? It's a 1,000. Oh, it is yeah. a 1,000. Yeah. yeah. What uh, what car would you put on? Uh, I have a lot of ideas on that. Oh, okay. A Ural-style car, a Claude Dempsey, an old Ural, whatever. Um, lighter, looks a little lighter, though. Yeah, I was actually, the, the Hannigans are still, I just think, are absolutely the most badass-looking things in the world. They look so nice. Yeah. Um, but if, if you could find an old Triumph. Yeah. Put a Watsonian or that. Oh yeah. Also <laughs> actually Watsonian's still in business. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. And they're making them and Squire are both making sidecars where you can swap the it's set up so the you top? they have a left and right version that you can right. actually buy. I mean I'm sure it's well yeah, because there's stuff. a lot of Australians, mm-hmm. a lot of English. Mm-hmm. I had an Australian that was interested in the URL. I don't know how that came out. It was off the forum. Mm-hmm. I had posted somewhere. I said, yeah, I'll send you pictures if you're interested. And he goes, ah, I'd love to buy it, but I'm in Australia. Mm-hmm. Oh, I said, you're on the wrong side. <laughs> also. <laughs> and then Chuck came along. 
Helmets is actually very timely. We got a listener email on helmets. Well, hold on. You know, we never actually answered Hiram's question. Oh, yeah. How does he pick bikes he wants? First thing, if you're not sure you want to upgrade, you don't want to upgrade. Pretty much. And don't even think of it as upgrading. You're, you're just buying a different bike. Yeah. You're, you're not upgrading. Yeah, bigger bike isn't necessarily an upgrade. Especially from that 250. That, the um, 250 is pretty badass. It is a light, flickable bike, and it is a ton of fun to ride. So if you're not sure about it, don't, don't bother. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Roll it. At least you can pick it up when you dump it. <laughs> Real easy to pick up when you dump it. <laughs> Just checked. Shut up. <laughs> uh, with you sellers, if you go to them with money in hand, mm-hmm. they'll probably let you ride it. It helps, too, if you show up on a motorcycle. Yeah. I mean, if you show up at my house in, like, your buddy's car and want to ride my bike and you're, like, some D-bag who doesn't have your own helmet and gear already, I'm a little suspicious of you. Yeah. If you show up on your own bike and it's dirty and, like, you have gear that's clearly been used for a while and you show up with a little bit of skill on the bike, I'm probably going to let you ride my bike. The Thruxton BMW Triumph Let Me Test Ride. Mm -hmm. I test rode that and the Scrambler back-to-back. Um, the versus Kawasaki dealer, I found one that let me test ride it. Yeah, yeah. So if you're, if you go in looking like a serious buyer, they, they might let you test ride it. Mm-hmm. Um, serious buyer means different things to different dealers. Some will want to actually start filling out paperwork and do a credit check and stuff. Mm-hmm. Others will just be like, you know, do you have money on hand or do you have a down payment? Others still will look at you and say, Chuck, you're brown, no rides. Oh, I'm, I'm vaguely ethnic. Uh-huh. Sort of non-specifically ethnic. I have problems at dealerships. Despite the fact that he makes triple what I do, we'll go into dealerships and they'll start selling me the bike and, and walk right past you. And they'll hand me a rig. A rig. <laughs> Tell me a to go, rig. go find the shrubs up front. So, uh, yeah, you're not sure, don't bother. Yep, that's the bottom line. Yep. Kareem asked us about highways. Do either of you guys have fears of highway riding? And if so, how did you go about getting past that? Well, what I did was I got on the V's trying to set up the Ural. Um, <laughs> a little background. I recently, two months ago, started riding again and just brought my first motorcycle in a decade, 2013 Yamaha FC6R. Ten years ago, I stopped riding after having a high side on a side street at about 40 miles an hour. I do not fear highway speeds, but the highway itself. I have country roads with post limits of 65 that I, air quotes, observe. A high side on a side street. Yeah, that would scare the crap out of anybody. I wonder what happened. I'm assuming he got into a turn too fast and got on his rear brake, and then he got off his rear brake. That's generally how high sides go. Yeah. There's pretty much only one way those happen. But, uh, yeah, in terms of being scared of the highway, there's not much for it other than practice, honestly. I was, first time I got on the highway. Are we talking years. highway or freeway? Yeah, I'm assuming I'm he assuming. means freeway. Yeah. I think he means freeway. Yeah. yeah. This freeway is... is I wasn't scared at all of the freeway. Freeway is treacherous. Mm. Really? I, I, I feel my, safer on the freeway. Well, my rule on the freeway was always ride faster than anyone else. Yeah, I, I have to. I had a I K-12. Kind of I had a K-12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my midlife crisis. Hey, I'm having one of those. Well, I'll <laughs> get a K-12. Well, <laughs> I, actually, they have the K-1300. S now. I, I rode one of those. It's insanity. I, I got a. Did you? How did you ride one? Tess rode it? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, the S? Yeah. What, what was Josh's? K1300 S. 175 horsepower. Or maybe it wasn't an S. Well, with a K12, I stayed ahead of everyone. I was the one 
Yeah. First. Well, that way all the trucks. So I had no fear. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that passed the trucks. I'm the one that passed everyone. But if you have a bike that doesn't have that torque and horsepower, you know, every truck that passes you, every van that passes you, you know, start shaking. I think a big part of it is going to be, A, getting used to the fact that it's noisy and there are a lot of cars around you. I think the second thing is situational awareness. Like yeah. If you're feeling overwhelmed, it's because you your situational awareness hasn't hit a point where you can kind of mentally track well, all those cars. I mean, you're... You know, what's the bike? An R six? Uh, it's an R6R. So he should, be, he could be able, he could clear traffic. It's like traffic. a tuned R six. He can clear okay, traffic. So you, on that. you're four hundred pounds bike. Mm-hmm. Let's say he weighs two hundred pounds. No offense, fatty. Uh, so you got six hundred pounds going seventy miles an hour amongst other vehicles that weigh two, tons. three tons. Yeah. Well, even it, it could be a little intimidating. But I mean, mm. I mean, on the other hand, you're all going in a predict, in generally predictable direction versus going on side streets or city streets. There's no prediction on the American freeways. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was in Germany, and I only saw people do U-turns on the on-ramp. These, I end up my last week. I end up spending with some friends. There are motorcycle riders. Actually, they each have it. GS 1100, just like mine. And Karen was going uh, about 180, 200 miles an hour on the Autobahn. Uh, and I'm like the worst passenger. I, I put holes in your car. <laughs> my feet. I was relaxed. Is that what happened? That, over there, they know where they're going. And by the way, the driver's license over there is $2,000. Yeah. Motorcycle license is another $2,000. $2,000 for a license? Yeah. So it's 4000 altogether. And then it's CCs per age. Yeah. You know, if you're 21, you can't ride a Hayabusa. you got to stay with a 1000 you got to turn 26. I'm just giving numbers. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. don't tell me the freeways here are directional or people even know what they're doing. Well, I didn't say they knew what they were doing. I just said I felt safer. You feel safer on a freeway? I do. I don't. I, I feel safer with... I'll do a 1,000-mile detour before I get on the freeway. The things that scare me are I mean, people with a doing... URL or a GS. Things that scare me are people doing left turns, mm-hmm. people just coming out of driveways. Mm-hmm. You know. It's a video game. That's, that's, that's what video scares game. me. It's a video game. Every car, you have to quickly, in a millisecond, analyze all the wrong moves they could make. Yeah. And you have to have plan B and C and D and E. It's a quick video game. It's a great game. On a freeway, I generally feel like I can I can keep a bigger, a better bubble around me. Mm. Stay out of the wolf pack. Yeah. Stay, you know, I, I don't know. I just felt safer than I did on, than I do on city streets. So as we wander wildly around the topic, I think the takeaway you can take from this cream is good. This should feel a little intimidating <laughs> being on the freeway. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think. That means you're probably smart enough to be intimidated by it. There you go. The person who's in the minivan, drinking the coffee, talking on her cell phone, riding in the middle of the road, trying to run, chuck, and... Well, that was in my neighborhood. 
yeah. <laughs> she's, she's not really aware enough to be intimidated by the room. Yeah, I was going to stop and have a talk with her. <laughs> I, I, oh, about baking? <laughs> Do you have a bread maker? <laughs> I'm starting to smell the bread. Yeah, it smells good, smells right? Good. Yeah, is it See? ready? See? Yeah? Who's laughing now? Is, Me. Is it ready? You can't have any. Neither can you. <laughs> Who's laughing now? Me. I'm going to eat all the bread in front of you. Hey, spirit. I'm going I'm to give some to spirit. Me and spirit are going to split a loaf of bread. And butter. He says, he's going to give me bread. <laughs> that is a look of doggy disgust right there. You, you know, you can get on the freeway, get off at the next exit, kind yeah. of ease into it. That's actually how I did it on my first bike. I got on on I-40. I got on briefly on the freeway, went to the next exit just to see what it was like, and got off. I was like, yeah, oh, that sucked. That's, that's what I did. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just weird. I just The freeways always kind of felt... Safer to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Of course, I wear a one-piece spacesuit, so I look yeah. forward to the day I can gravel surf. Yeah. You do wear a one-piece? Yes. What, Aerostage? No, it's a tease. Who? Tease. T-E-I-Z. I thought it was pronounced Taze. Taze, I don't know. Ghazi Farouk makes cool. He's been on the show before. Who makes that? Guy named Ghazi. He's from Pakistan. Yeah. Oh. Because the shocks on our URL are Guzzies. I don't think it's the same guy. Yeah, no. no. The guy. <laughs> this is a guy, not a company. Mm-hmm. And he has an H in his name. Mm-hmm. He makes them. He designs them, and he has a factory in Pakistan that makes them. Are they good? I They're like, real good. I like them, yeah. My next one's going to be from him. Yeah. They're pricey. Mm-hmm. They're not as bad as our five to five, Starting about $500. Okay. I don't like I'm not impressed with their customer service. (laughs) It has nothing to do with customers. You know, as much as I won't wear a Klim, Mm -hmm. uh, I think they're excellent, excellent suits. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, Andrew, who's the guy that runs product development, where was he? Was he? He wasn't Stanley when I was there. Um, They keep up with it. Mm -hmm. New, new, new. What can we do to? Yeah. To make it better. Aerostitch, you know, we're going back to 1929, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I wear a Barbour jacket. Mm-hmm. I love that. I actually wear an Aerostitch jacket, which is based off the Barber jackets. <laughs> the wax cotton jobbers. Okay. Yeah. And he loves his nice. jacket. I like it. Yeah, Good I'll... boots, good helmet. I generally wear, you know, I have a false sense of security because of the sidecar. I was, Training, it will save I me. was at Gat all the time on two wheels. I mean, I've gone through Death Valley, full leather, 120 degrees. Wow. How, wow. Much, how much weight did you lose? Oh, about six pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I gained it in California and went back to Death Valley to lose it again. <laughs> okay, so our last email uh, is from Joey. He writes, hello, Todd and Chuck. Hi. Hi. You do an awesome job with the podcast. Thanks for all the hard work. Roll with it, check. Okay. Hard yeah. work. work. Send us money. Right. Tacos. Tacos. Uh, I have been wanting a Euro for a while now. In the meantime, traded my DRZ for a 2006 Bonneville T100. I want to gear up or patrol, but don't know what I actually need or should expect from a two-wheel drive Euro versus hacking the Bonnie with a DMC M72D. Well, you build a RAM a lot more things successfully with the uh, It never snows here in Alabama, and my main goal isn't blasting through mud holes. I have watched videos and read up about the Urals. I realized... So why is he so concerned about two-wheel drive? Yeah, that was my take. What is he going to do with two-wheel drive? Actually, even myself... I've used it like four times in anger. How about you? 
something like that. Yeah. Well, what he says is, uh, my main concern with hacking the Bonneville is that it wouldn't be able to go to some of the places that the two-wheel drive Ural should be able to. But he just said he doesn't want to go muddy. Yeah. Does the two-wheel drive on the Ural make it that much more capable in rough terrain? Even Only the, in real, incredible, real I mean, like serious, deep snow plowing deep with a sidecar, deep sand, thick mud. Basically, anything where you expect one wheel to just auger in, yeah. you want that second wheel. Do you think yeah. the ground clearance would be better than on a Bonnie? The, the ground clearance isn't that great on no, the Euro. It's pretty bad. <laughs> Do you know how many inches it is, actually? No. Six. Well, yours is six with your high amount of exhaust. Mine's about three with the stock pontoons. I touched down. By the way, do you have a... Skid plate? A skid plate? I have stock pontoon. Okay, how about this? In general, would the Euro just hold up better than a Bonnie being bounced over rocks? Don't know. Haven't, haven't seen the new Yeah, Bonnie's it would. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose well, so. Depends on how you This is controversial. No mud, but rocks. If you have rocks, you're going to have mud. Yeah. Well, it could be in the desert somewhere. I agree. It, it's the, it doesn't quite track. I think he's imagining off-road tough guy. I don't guy, think but he knows like, what he wants. No, I don't think so either. I don't think he knows what he's going to do with it. I think so. If he's going to just do off-road, yes, the year-round is much better. Mainly for the reverse, because he's going to get to a road, <laughs> as I have. You know, I was doing chicken corners in Moab. I'm on the GS. I really want to turn around. Uh, took me about two, three hours to turn around. I cared to come along. Mm-hmm. I had a, a winch at the time. I had a winch on it, mm-hmm. but forget the winch. <laughs> to come along, you know, mm-hmm. where with the Ural, yeah, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. You turn around with the Bonneville, you know, <laughs> maybe on the salt flats. Once it's stuck, it's going to stay stuck. <laughs> it is. Well, he's he's thinking, should he go cheaper, hack the Bonnie, and, and put a, a motorcycle winch? He's living in a dream world. He thinks that's going to be cheaper. No, just get a URL. All right. The add to you can buy uh, You can buy Chuck's URL. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> No. <laughs> Mine might be for sale on the stuff. Just because I flip bikes like, like other people. Why, go you going to get a fuel injected? Uh, no. That's tempting, too. Well, th- see, but. Joey asks about that. Mm-hmm. He's like, I hear the 2014 Euro will have disc brakes all the way around and fuel injection. Are the drums on the current Euros adequate? Yes, they are. Yeah, I'd say adequate. I defiantly like fuel injection, but I'm not totally scared of carbs. First year of anything normally suck, but I hear Urals have good warranties. They do have that, and I suspect they're going to use an off-the-shelf fuel injection. Oh, absolutely. They'll use, they'll, it'll you be something think, you can get at Napa. You don't think they're going to use Russian fuel injection? <laughs> <laughs> you mean like a like one of those spray bottles? Like every once in a while, when you're riding along, you have to go... <laughs> I mean, you've seen their video, their factory video. Yeah. Have you? Oh, the guy's barreling over. <laughs> the one guy who makes the spokes the machine, he died. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, that's why the new ones have different spokes. Like, Chuck's spokes are different from mine. Mine are like seven point something weird millimeters that only those spokes are. I'm dead serious. And there's this giant drum machine yeah, that yeah. makes these old spokes. Yeah. And the dude who operated the machine died. Oh. And no one else was and like... you know, the lady that painted, that did the pinstriping, she quit. Really? Yeah, they had, they had a forum. And I, I wish Urell would have kept that forum. It, mm-hmm. it was a real, you know, 
I'm not going to say it's better than Soviet states, but it was the real thing. Mm -hmm. You could actually communicate, mm -hmm. you know, with a guy with a blue coat, with a hammer in his hand. <laughs> and a bottle of vodka in the other. And a bottle of vodka in <laughs> the other. Answer. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really a shame they did that. But, yeah, he should get a year out. Okay, Joey, yeah, you're out. Yeah. Look, look at the, honestly, uh, you know, if you're not doing any serious offer, look at the one-wheel drive ones. They're cheaper, less moving parts. The what? The one-wheel drive Urals, the yeah. tourists and stuff. Because yeah. they're cheaper and have less moving parts. You have the same ground clearance. Now he wants to do rocks, so he'll need two-wheel drive. Yeah, probably. Another option, which not many people think about, which I he have thought about, and I seriously wouldn't mind one because I it would be lots of fun off road is a KLR six fifty with a cage. Mm -hmm. And you can turn that thing around easy. Oh yeah. Uh, Vernon swears by those. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's And it's a KLR, so the only thing that has two of them yeah. is mirrors and wheels. Yeah, and, and you have an incredible support. <laughs> Epic long decades. I mean not the new one. You know, the new one is a little nicer. It's got long fork travels and blah blah blah. Which I never understood. Why would you get a nice KLR? It just seems <laughs> off somehow. Because you, you know, want to put Tortec parts on it's, it. It's it's a, it's it's a, you know, it's, how long did they make it? Fifteen years? Yeah. <laughs> and uh put a just a platform on it, you know. Strap your dog or your passenger. He he. Joey says that the place he likes to go camping has a trail that made him trade his V Strom for a KTM 990 because the what? Strom, or at least with him riding the Strom, couldn't make it down the trail, and that's where he wants to take the Ural. It so he like. couldn't take the V Strom, but he could take the KTM 990, which is, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, KTM people are going to blow up here. It's almost the same bike, okay? <laughs> it's a thousand cc twin that weighs about five hundred. Well, it has pounds. much more torque. KTM? No, it doesn't have much more to it. KTM? KTM? Yeah. No way. Yeah, the KTM is a brute. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know that sound. <laughs> I know that sound. Yeah. I mean, I've ridden KTM 990s and I've ridden oh, yeah. Strom and they don't have that much different power. No. They behave very much the same in their throttle response. Okay. I mean, if it's a Strom 1000. If it's a Strom 650, that's no, a little no, different. I'm talking about 1000. Yeah. And the KTM engine feel really similar. I mean, they both have they both have the same awesome light switch throttle off of idle, which is really irritating off road. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, no. Well, I mean, you've got the same size motor, same configuration, yeah. about the same stroke and bore, same compression. I mean, you're not talking about a hugely different motor. No. I mean, very much when Suzuki made this motor, they were looking at the KTM motor and the Ducati mm. motors and going, "How can we make one of those on the cheap?" Yeah. Oh. Mm. So that doesn't make sense. If you can't get somewhere with a V-Strom, how come you... I am baffled. I am utterly baffled. Well, you know what? It's Oranger. It's what? It's Oranger. 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 He likes orange. orange. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the V-Strom was entirely un-orange enough. Like your exhaust. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like my exhaust. Now that I'm black and orange, I, I my exhaust, I can go... Much, I mean, not counting the orange that's all over Ural anyway. We call that Russian Loctite, by the way, Chuck. The gaskets are orange. I have the permanent gaskets. Yeah, I got those, too. Those are yeah. well worth the money. <laughs> paper gaskets. Paper gaskets. <laughs> first time I got a paper gasket, first thing I did, I go to change the valves, and I go to put it on, and that little stupid hole in the middle just goes whack. I mean, I have some paper gaskets I could mail them to, but... Uh, you know, that, that's okay. Because then you got to put some sealant. So what have you learned, Todd? I've learned that I need to bring more tools when I come to your house. I've learned I need more guards. 
and metal detectors and possibly a minefield. <laughs> I like the minefield idea. Mm, that sounds solid, but I'll just go over it. I have two-wheel drive. <laughs> All right, going to start the show now. That's all we got time for this week. Until next week, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. If you listen to us on iTunes, please write a review for us so that we can get some more exposure and hits. Thanks. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.